Hey guys, I'm Pauline Ponders. There's something about coffee shops that always gives me a sense of comfort and stillness. Even with the customers rushing in and out, it has always been a true sanctuary for me where I can let my many thoughts flow. It is also a place where I've connected with the most amazing people, and many of those people I've met are a big reason of why I'm here with you today. Sometimes when life gets too busy, too hectic, and overwhelming, it prevents us from remembering to take a deep breath, to be still, and to be present. Here on Pause, Sip, and Ponder, we are doing just that. Join me and my guests as we talk about everything and anything and the aim to give you some encouragement and some thoughts for you to ponder on. So if you're ready, sit down, relax, and let's just ponder. Hey Ponders, welcome back to another episode of Pause, Sip, and Ponder. If this audio sounds a little weird compared to my other episodes, it's because I'm using my old mic, which is directly going into my laptop. Um, Usually I use a recorder and have an SD card with that, but I can't find it at the moment. It's somewhere in my house. I'm too lazy to find it, but I was super excited to record this episode. And uh, this is direct thoughts from my journal, the things that you're about to hear. But before that, uh, some of you guys know that i decided to go on a hiatus for instagram you guys know that that's my main source of social media um i put all my announcements on there you guys are updated about my life and there's just random things but um i just wanted to step off a little bit step back a little bit um it being the social media that i'm mostly on and it was taking a lot of my time So usually I know you guys will turn to my Instagram to know about all my updates about this podcast, but um, yeah, I'm just going to take a break from that and I'll talk about that in a different episode on the reasons why I decided to do that um, more in depth with that. I'm still kind of figuring that out as well. It's only been like a day and a half and um, I'm excited to kind of generate all these reflections for me to give you guys and let you guys know what I've learned within that process. Um, So yeah, in this episode, I've titled it The Voices in My Head, and these are direct thoughts from this brain dump, these thoughts I've just put into my journal one night. And for those, you know, who come to this episode um, knowing that I'm not on Instagram and you remember that it's Wednesday and that I post every Wednesday, thank you so much. Really means the world to me. I also wanted to test it out to see, you know, who actually listens every Wednesday. Wednesday um, without announcements titled today's episode the voices in my head the voices in my head they won't stop talking to me they all nudge at me at wrong times my memory falls out of track when they call my name and most of the time they are irrelevant they never finish their sentences because they all interrupt each other even when I'm alone it's still loud. If anything, they are louder when I'm all alone, and I can't name all of them, but I can name a few that I've thought of that I want to share with you, and hopefully you can relate. Number one are the fake scenarios, these fake thoughts, these fake scenarios and situations. There are many stories that have popped up into my brain, things that haven't happened yet, um, and kind of like how dreams happen so rapidly, we can never really remember all of them, only certain ones, and the what-if scenarios come up, you know, thoughts of what could happen, thoughts of what should happen and would happen, all these things that haven't happened yet. Those are annoying, but you know, sometimes they're kind of fun, you know, living in a fantasy and, and imagining the things that could happen in your life, so that one isn't so bad. 
Number two is loneliness, the thoughts and the voices of loneliness. You know, you're alone at home and you have no one surrounding you and it hits you like, wow, you're alone. Now, this quarantine has definitely made it worse. Most days I'm at work slash home alone, so my mind tells me to check my phone. But somehow that makes me even more lonely and sad. Sometimes I wish I wasn't alone with my thoughts and that I had people to share it with. Another thought I have is the thoughts of guilt. Guilt definitely has me feeling bad sometimes about myself for not being productive or not going to the gym or guilt reminds me of how I ate, how bad I ate. Guilt is the teacher constantly looking over your shoulder and you know you feel pressured when your body just doesn't feel like it. And ironically that guilt, that voice leads you to bigger holes sometimes instead of going against it we accept it and agree to it and eat away our feelings like i do sometimes you know it's it's hard with this feeling of guilt i think that's one of the biggest killers in life you know it drags us really hard and puts a big weight on us now there are many negative thoughts that tend to linger in our heads probably more than the good ones which i'm working on but when i do get a hold on a good thought it's one of the best feelings the biggest challenge is to not let it go and to not lose focus on it and some good thoughts that i do have is the thoughts of gratitude you know ever have that moment when you suddenly feel so appreciative of everything you know it's the best feeling it gives you a a sense of peace, a sense of joy with others and yourself. You know, despite troubling times, gratitude always comes through and reminds me of all my blessings. And I try to keep gratitude close to me. Sometimes I forget, which is another thing that I try to remember. And I really challenge myself to think of one thing every day, uh, something that I'm grateful for. Another thought that I have is inspiration and getting inspired the voices of creativity sometimes after listening to a good podcast or walking outside or seeing other artists work i get inspired i get a burst of creativity i've learned that my inspiration or my inspired thoughts don't last very long so i get distracted very easily with all these negative thoughts so it's pretty spontaneous um you know i try to hold on to that and try my best to stay in the creative mode but at times you know i let myself go and not force myself into that mode now these are just some examples and you know we all have these inner critics i have had many people tell me about their insecurities and a lot of it comes from their thoughts their inner thoughts and for me as an artist a creative for those who are also in the creative field these inner critics stand in between you and your work you know thoughts like you're never gonna be good enough or maybe when you're just starting to be consistent with a habit or a lifestyle choice, um, you're suddenly hit with the, oh, you're never going to make it through, you're going to fail, you know, and these thoughts linger and follow us around. It's super annoying, guys. And at times, you know, encouraging thoughts come through, pushing you to finish a mile, but sometimes our thoughts and inner voices can be, you know, not so nice. Sometimes it will ridicule you. Sometimes it will embarrass you, you know, and it really had me thinking for me, someone who loves psychology and just loves learning, especially what is going on in our brains and our body and our bodily functions. um, I searched it, of course, and 
I, I can't go to sleep without knowing some type of information to kind of put me to sleep. And before I slept, um, I did some research and I ran across some YouTube videos, um, some articles. So um, I will be quoting some of them, but these are also the things that I've kind of reflected on by myself. So the question I put on my journal is where do these voices come from? That is just something I wanted to know before I went to sleep. Well, from moments of thinking of where these thoughts came from, I noticed that they all derive from things in the past or things I've learned through my environment or people around me. You know, for example, if you had an aggressive parent or someone who has said harsh things to you in the past, that's probably why, you know, the, you have these reoccurring thoughts. That becomes registered in your brain and it replays over and over and over again. You know, we internalize all these negative voices in our lives so much that it becomes engraved into our way of thinking. And there comes a point where we've had enough. I had enough. I've been having enough. And we always go through these different periods of just, you know, mental exhaustion. What I've learned over the years so far is that if you really want to achieve this sense of joy or self-awareness, it also involves learning how to alter our inner thoughts and altering these negative voices in our head. So if registering negative thoughts is so easy, then I thought maybe registering positive and happy ones, um, maybe that will be easy as well. So after moments of thinking, I really wanted to confront these thoughts in my head. I know it sounds kind of silly, but you know, if you meet anyone who might be a little bit talkative and you're kind of annoyed by them, then you want to tell them to chill out, right? So that's what I did with my thoughts. And I wanted to think of any time where these thoughts have ever uh, helped me or if I ever benefited from these voices. And I thought about it and I did. You know, I believe that we need to switch our perspective because I noticed that these thoughts um, are sometimes just protecting us and sometimes these thoughts are one of our biggest counselors and teachers protecting us from harmful situations in the future. For years, I have always wanted to have just this calm and gentle voice in my head. That's all I ever wanted. If I just had that one calm voice and, you know, a voice that is like a hug or a warm arm around, you know, your shoulder, a shadow of peace, and we all want that, right? And, you know, for those who are Christian or do believe in God, you know, that has always been my voice, um, the one who has guided me. But, you know, I still experience times where God's voice is not as loud as the others. You know, all these negative thoughts will try to blind me and make me think of other things. One of my biggest challenges is to focus on that sweet inner voice in me, which I believe everyone has and who just screams out love and is just so strong. There's a YouTuber that I came across called The Anxiety Guy and he answered a lot of my questions actually. He calls it uh, the DMN, which means default mode network, um, I believe, if I remember correctly. Basically, it's the unconscious way of thinking and behaving because you're not really perceptionally aware of what's going on in the world and you're not always involved in a certain task. So, for example, like hiking or painting, I'm less stressed and the voices are quiet, right? And as to, you know, when I'm alone in bed staring at the ceiling, my mind is just full of voices. So he gives a couple steps, six steps to 
silencing these inner thoughts and um, in his video. So if you want to check out his full video, please go check it out after this. I'll put the link in description. And also these are just summarized notes that I've taken from his video. He mentioned how it starts at childhood. You know, what have you been practicing? He mentions how, you know, if we practice anxiety, fear, and worry, then of course, you're going to have anxious thoughts, thoughts of fear, thoughts of worry. One of the points that stood out to me that I've always thought about but wasn't really sure how to describe it by myself, um, he mentioned how we live, he mentioned how we live largely out of touch with nature. We are disconnected from the outside world, you know, we are very connected internally into our emotions. You know, we need a new sense of living sometimes. And he said how we should focus on things that we see and that we feel and that we hear, um, you know, using our senses. So that's why I love going on hikes. I get disconnected from, you know, the temporary things and and I focus on just what is happening around me and it really puts me in a mode of being present. And like I tell you all the time, we must live in the present. We can't feel, touch, or hear anything that hasn't happened yet. So his first step in kind of silencing all these thoughts in your head is number one, write down your stressor. Write down the thing that stresses you the most, something that has been pulling you down, weighing you down, and kind of like the root of all of these thoughts. It may take you a while, but trust me, you really want to do this um, and not just think of things on the surface. There's a reason to everything, so think of that. He then talks about how next we should find the things that associate with the stressor. So number one, you identify the stressor, and then two, figure out the things that happen with your behavior or the haps that you create um, if you're thinking about these things. You know, some of you guys might be biting your nails or maybe you're binging or uh, you just feel really depressed and isolate yourself. So think of the things that associate with these thoughts and these um, stressors that you have. I really like this because, you know, sometimes we can just bluntly and easily say, you know, I'm stressed, I'm depressed, um, you know, I'm anxious. But, you know, if we were to write down our stressor and then write down all the things that associate with it around it, we can definitely dig deeper in what it really is. Number three, flip that piece of paper, you know, on one side it had the stressor and the things that associate with it. On the other side, you're going to write the stressor one more time and leave it at that. And he explains that this is kind of a new awareness map. Number four, you want to focus your intention on things that are narrow. So um, it could be the pencil that you're holding right now or the rug that you're sitting on or the chair that you're sitting on, uh, just one certain thing. Focus on that for about a minute or so and really feel, you know, the texture of it or it could be also auditory so you can listen to your surroundings for a minute, anything around you, but only one thing. So number five, you want to go back to that piece of paper and go on the side with just the stressor on it and you want to write down any thoughts that you may have had during that experience or during that activity and if you don't write anything, that means that you have successfully um, quieted down the voices in your head because you were able to narrow your thoughts and focus on the things um, around you and not those negative distracting thoughts. So it should be 
only maybe one or two lines if you were distracted but other than that it should not be as filled as the other one but if you had distractions then of course uh, you don't have to fill it out but you can always try again next time Basically, the goal of that activity, at least in the end result, is to have less and less things because if you do have less things, that means you have uh, dissociated and disengaged with all these negative things that surround that certain stressor. So that's our biggest goal. We tend to go off tangent and think about all these stories and all these worries and fears that aren't real and we engage those things into those stressors and then it becomes, you know, um, it it goes hand in hand with one another um, in a negative way. So we want to dissociate from that and step on a different path. Now, number six is similar to number four, but this time we're going to do it in a broad sense. So in number four, we focused on one thing, but this time we want to focus on the other things around us. So while you're holding on to that pen, you can also uh, be aware of the chair that you're sitting on or the wind going through your window. So different things like that. With your sense of sight, you can, in under one minute, see how many things you can identify, how many objects you can identify, how many colors you can identify. Now, after these six steps, your mind is now refreshed, renewed, revived, rebooted, restarted, and you are now deactivated from DMN, which again is the default mode network. So don't think about it too much afterwards. Again, this takes much practice and I am still practicing it every day um, and aiming to but you don't want to think about it too much don't think about are these voices coming back when will it come back is it gonna come back you know this takes practice and overall hopefully this exercise will help you a little bit when it comes to these voices uh, coming into your head and distracting you and preventing you to focus on priorities and the things um, in your life that need more affection and more love and the anxiety guy can explain it way better than i can so again i'm gonna leave that link in the description but hopefully that helped you a little bit i have to remember that you know we have the power to silence these thoughts or at least tame them enough to keep moving forward they're always going to be there but um, it's all about you know what we're going to do and our actions towards it and how much we desire to become more self-aware to notice all of these things in our life and how we can become better and not focusing too much on the temporary things around us you know our jobs you know money financial things although those things are very important um before anything you you know you're not able to obtain these things or tame or um control these outside things without confronting the things inside of you all right guys that's it for today's episode if this encouraged you or you know someone who might benefit from this episode please let them know about positive and ponder your help and support really means a lot to me and does a lot of help and if you ever so happen to need me or you want to contact me because i'm not on instagram at the moment you can definitely contact me through facebook um at positive and ponder and directly message me there or if you have my number don't hesitate to call or text me i'd love to connect um just not on instagram at the moment but yeah also you can email me at 
polyinterla13 at gmail.com all right i love you guys hopefully you guys are doing well and are safe and um i'm excited for the reopening um or at least moving on to stage one or phase one during this quarantine still a little anxious towards that don't know what's to come definitely so much uncertainty don't know what the new norm or the new normal will be but um i'm just grateful things are slowly progressing and you know sometimes we got to acknowledge that that things are getting better and you know it's not exactly where we want to be but we're progressing um but yeah i love you guys stay safe don't forget to always love to always be curious and to always ponder Hey guys, before we move on into the episode, I got something to share. As you know, I've always been open about myself and my life on social media, especially with my podcast, Pause, Sip, and Ponder. One story I have opened up about is when I went through a season of depression and suicidal thoughts. And although I am here today stronger, alive, and have shared my personal stories of triumph with you guys, I really wish I took advantage of the resources that were around me at the time. Recently, I've partnered with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. There's a broad range of expertise available and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, and so do I. If you want to make use of this opportunity, visit BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, dot com slash ponder for 10% off your first month. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health, and let's get through this together.